to some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You know, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters. I'm Shah. I'm Ollie. And we are Creeping in the Family, a podcast where we dish details about all things horror. I can't, I haven't got my book with me. We're so in the hundreds. I, I think, I think we're like 109 or 110. Yeah. I think maybe 109. 109 slash 10 slash 11, possibly. No, it's definitely not It's not 11. 11. Nine or 10. Nine or 10. Um, we're so back. We, yeah, we're back. We've had a couple of weeks off because you had a lot of work to be on with. Yeah, so we've you... just finished mocks and I am physically, emotionally and mentally broken. But in that time, Scream, Scream. <laughs> was released. Yeah. So we've been and watched that. Opening act. No, no. Let's do it properly. We didn't just go and watch it. Yeah. We'd had the double bill booked for about three months. Yeah. And we're buzzing our tits off about it. And sat there in the cinema with such excited little faces. Yeah. Watch Scream we 5 first, back to back, Scream 6. Right, before we start on Scream 6, I would like to retract my previous statement about Scream 5. I... I saw it once in the cinema, and then I saw it once on Christmas Day, don't ask, and then I saw it once again in the cinema afterwards. I like Scream yeah, 5. I love Scream 5. I, I really enjoy it, which which brings me brings us on to Scream 5. There's definitely going to be a conflict of opinion here, because I know you're not... You're definitely not a hater of the film, but no. it, it just hasn't... It, it wasn't memorable didn't, for you. Didn't itch the scratch. Scratch yeah, the itch? Scratch the itch. Scr- didn't scratch... Didn't the scratch itch. the itch. <laughs> That <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Um, I need to watch it again because I, th- I think the first time you watch a film, it's hard to truly. Yeah. But I just haven't really had time to go again yet. Not that I'm waiting for it to come on my stick. Uh, That's completely yeah. Completely legal. Completely, completely legal. above board. <laughs> um, now I, I really enjoyed it. So I definitely. So my opinion of it was, I definitely think it holds its own with the screen title. Uh, it deserves to be a part of the franchise. It's a film like with Halloween's. It's when I'm go, if I'm in the mood to watch them all over a period of time, there's some that I'll skip, like Rob Zombies. I won't watch every time. Um, what other ones do I watch? I sometimes skip like five and six. Sometimes mm-hmm. since since the new trilogy came out, I'll sometimes skip five and six yeah. or something. Whereas now with, with Screams it's, if I was like right I'm going to watch the Screams there's none that I'd skip and 6 is included in that I do think 6 okay. holds its own my issues oh, there's going to be spoilers at work by the, oh, by yeah, the way if you, if you haven't watched it we are going to be talking about everything so turn off now if you, have, if you haven't seen it yet I, um, I, I I thought the kills were good there wasn't as brutal as I was expecting them to be mm-hmm. which is okay because Screams never really been about gore and, and, and the brutality of it um, however, from what and from what I heard from people talking about it, and from what I heard from like you know when they do the interviews before and stuff, and it really yeah. sounded like they amped it up a level. I don't think they did. I actually, you you said it yourself when we left the cinema. You said the kills are more brutal, but not necessarily a quick stab doesn't y- mean yeah. For for example, like the 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 effectiveness of in Scream Five when. Uh, Deputy Hicks. Judy, yeah, Judy got killed. That that's like the one time in Scream Five, or one of the very few times when you just see Ghostface going in, like mm. it, it's almost like a vicious as opposed to calculated. It's just, and that kind of felt like it was 
but then for Wes's killing Scream 5, where it's slower than yeah, through, the neck, through the neck, it's like it doesn't have to be brutal, aggressive, like stab, stab, mm-hmm. stab, for it to have that wow factor. And I don't feel like Scream 6 replicated that. It was just the brutality of, yeah, yeah. I'm sort of stabbing And it was, it was repetitive, and I think that's where I got a little bit... Mm, don't, get, bit. don't get me wrong, Chad's... Oh, it's not even a kill, which is annoying. It's not, it should have been a but, kill. But Chad's attack in Scream 6 is probably my favourite in the franchise. Yeah. Just, just because, like... What? The whole thing? Yeah. Holy shit. Just, just because the... We, we, in every Scream you watch, you, you kind of get the feeling, right, there's going to be two killers. But you, you never see two ghost faces in action with in full costume without already knowing who it is. Okay. And j- just just that cinema check that well that theater chasing where you're like fucking hell I was ghost face here and there, and then they're both in the in the lobby at the same point, and then they just lift Chad up arm by arm. I spoke to Chaz about this, and I said that I kind of wanted that to be Gale, and I wanted that to be the way Gale goes out. I found it outrageous that Gale survived another film and Dewey died in... I feel like if Gale is allowed to survive Scream 6, why didn't Dewey survive Scream 5 and then one of them die in Scream 6, one of them die in Scream 7? I think that's predictable though, isn't it? Maybe a lot of people going into 7... No, six. You fucking got me doing it now. Um, a lot of people went into Scream Six assuming Gail would die. I think I wa- I went into Six assuming that Gail would die. Yeah, I thought she would. But I so thought it was time. I thought it was time. But for maybe because Sydney wasn't in it as a legacy character, so she, well, like good, she good carried point. on. Maybe because they have already lost Sydney. Like if Sydney had been there. in it, maybe it'd have been different. Yeah. But to lose all three of the characters, even though Sydney didn't die in it, and also thought it was very respectful how she was mentioned quite a few times and sort of kept the, in the, the movie. This is the thing that I think the new Screams have done well. Um, they haven't disrespected any of the... No. Some some remakes or reboots or new new editions that can kind of disregard and not pay... Not respect what the originals did too much, but I do feel like the new Screams, that, that they've done that well. They're, yeah. they're, really, they're not an insult to the originals. See, I had a huge fear, and you knew this fear, and I think I've mentioned it once on the podcast as well before, but my huge fear was they were going to be spiteful because of Nev Campbell yeah. refusing the money. Well, really wasn't. And I thought they were going to do a Final Destination too. So not many people remember it, but the lead character, Alex, who survived Final Destination 1, he didn't do Final Destination yeah. 2. And they said that he died because a brick fell on his head or something like yeah. that. And it was just mentioned in the paper so you knew that character wasn't there anymore. Now they could have fucked her over with that. Yeah, they could. They, they could. They could have. Yeah, they could have took it personally. But it's it, the the good thing they've done is they've left the door open. And I'm not saying she is going to. I don't think she will. But if it lines up, you never know. It could happen. And they've done it in a way where she could easily come, come back, back into the franchise if the stars aligned. Well, I've heard something, and I don't know how true it is. It's on Twitter, so you know, there's loads of things that spiral on Twitter. But what I did see was nobody was disagreeing with it, and nobody was arguing yeah. with it. There's a contract that. Sydney doesn't die. Well, there's a contract somewhere. The the thing is, that Scream Six is doing incredibly well in the box office at the minute. I think it's mm-hmm. eighty million well, now. Seven's already been greenlit, hasn't y- it? Yeah, eighty million in the box office. It's really, really been successful. And a lot of the reviews that like, I've seen on Twitter from like the the Scream diehards, they really mm-hmm. do enjoy it. Um, obviously, some people do, some people don't. You get that with every single film. Yeah, you can't please everyone. But it, it's not. It's not. It's done well. The, the audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes and the like, Rotten Tomato rating. Like eighty four. Well, when when it first it. came out, it was ninety four. But it's it really has held its own, own which I kind of think that it might make the 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 producers and the directors and stuff think. Well, do we need Neve? Like, is is it worth 
going back on ourselves for because mm. we've now shown that we can do it without her. Not not without her as in she's not included in the story, but she yeah. doesn't have to be on screen. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I don't think there was any animosity because it's not the directors who, at the end of the day, that say yay or nay on well, the yeah, take on the wages. It's, it's, the, the, it's the producers. The producers, yeah. The it's, company it's whoever, that decide it's, it. it's whoever funds the money. Yeah, so, you know, and everything's very amicable between Nev and the directors. And she even said, I think she was in a... She was at a con, comic con with... Skeet Ulrich right. a week before and she said she loved the movie. Yeah, well... Like she thought it was very good. This is a thing. It might have sparked her interest to want to come back and do it. Maybe it's... Maybe it's... Because it, this film is, in my opinion, good and it's done very well. She might think, oh, I do want to be a part of that again. So yeah. you, ne- you never know. She could come back. But what are your thoughts on the film? Because I haven't, I haven't touched on them yet. So, right. I like. I didn't dislike the film. I don't, I don't dislike it at all. And... I, I didn't come out of it disliking it. I didn't come out with the upset that I came out with with Scream 5. Yeah. Which is weird because I quite like Scream 5 now. I just feel sort of average towards it. It's not my favourite. It's not my... Yeah, oh, no, it's, it's just favorite. an entry. But, but yeah, it's... it's it's one of the franchise. And, I, you know, I like what they did. I like what they tried to do. But there were just a few things that bugged me and that sort of weakened it for me. And I think that... That took away from the story because you know what? I was the first person to slag off what's her name, Melissa Barrera, uh, who played Sam in Scream Five. I thought she was wooden. I thought she was awful. I really liked her performance in this one. Like she, she gained a lot of respect back for me, right? Because I think she was a lot that took me out of the fifth one. But I do think she's fantastic. So I'll tell you what we'll do because I want to try and keep this as far away from like a review because that's we'll save yeah. that as possible. We'll do a little game. We'll do. We're going to name one pro about the film that we we liked and one con. Okay. And we'll we'll discuss each other. So my first pro would be that the car four has got me. The car. Yeah, car four. I am invested in the car four. Like I re- I didn't think. If you'd have told me before Scream Five was released that they're going to introduce new legacy characters and you're gonna you're gonna get a connection with him. You're going to you're gonna be invested in him. I'd have been like, no way. It's Gail, Dewey and Sydney all the way. Otherwise, yeah. it's nothing. But the core four I'm invested in, a lot mainly down to Tara, Jenna Ortega, because she really does kill it. But yeah. she's, she does it in everything at the Yeah, minute. Jenna Ortega is everything. So the core four's got me. I'm invested in the core four and I do care for them. So if one of them does die, it will it will affect how I feel. Mm-hmm. Which is a... That's the, one of the biggest tasks in horror movies. It was discussed plenty of times. You need to feel for the characters that are going to be going. Yeah. Um, and the con is, I think it's the weakest killers in the franchise. Uh, that was one, that was joint with my. I have, I have three cons. Yeah. So for the record, me, me we both guessed the sheriff, didn't we? Mm-hmm. We both guessed that that he was. Yeah, the plate, the head police. Yeah, police yeah the, the lead, yeah, the lead yeah. police investigator. We, we guessed that he was well. We did. You said about the quiet guy, but then we kind of was like, "That's too that's obvious." That's too obvious. But so it's he, always yeah. too obvious. And then, in screen. is it Quinn? Quinn. Yeah. Quinn. Ugh, like fine, whatever. But it reminds me of Mickey in Scream Two, where Mickey's last scene in Scream Two was when he was dancing on the tables like forty-five minutes and before the big reveal. From the franchise, and then all of a sudden he comes back and it's like, "Ah, I got you." It's like, well, hang on a minute, I don't even fucking remember this guy. This is Quinn, what yeah. Quinn's the same. She died early on in the film, so you're like, "All right, she's dead." Maybe if I rewatch it, I'll see some signs that maybe she never died. But it's kind of like, well, obviously I'm not going to think it's her. You told me she was dead and I've not seen her since. Like, yeah. I'm going to believe she's dead. Well, I, yeah, this was the main thing for me when she was like, oh, yeah, just a prosthetic, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, that's bullshit. That's such bullshit. Like, that guy, the guy who was next door, like, I can't remember his name, which is a real shame because I quite liked his yeah. character. He, he was watching, he was watching Ghostface 
and trying to scream them. But you could see both of them at the same time. So there was no way she yeah. had time to stick a prosthetic on her and get away with it. And why? And I, I don't think, I mean, not that obviously scream falls into the realms of believability at the best of times, but I'm pretty sure that as a parent, you're not allowed to be involved in criminal cases. So the fact that he got involved in Quinn's case and went and saw her body, I don't mm. think you're allowed to do that on the scene. I think there's like a strict right sort of conflict of interest so that took me out a little bit but as soon as there's I, there was a, a line from the film that um quinn said at the very beginning and she was like my dad's a, he's a bit of a stalker you said and i went, away then, you I went like, there's a killer yeah like that's how i knew so i looked afterwards because i was very fortunate i feel like we were both very fortunate to avoid any spoilers before the film and i uh, I then searched for spoilers after I got back because I wanted to see if the original ghost face were the ones that the thing or the alternate, like they'd done an alternate ending. It was Next Door Guy and the dad. Oh, was it? That were the killers. Next Door Guy. In that been... one. Yeah. Ne- yeah. Uh, Next Door Guy again would have been justified because I'd have suspected him, but I would never have guessed him just because it does seem too obvious that yeah. the, the boyfriend figure, it's, it's been done before. So I've got I've got a couple more cons I want to go through without we'll reviewing. Do, we'll do one one. All right. So pro con, then I'll do pro con. You do a pro con. Okay. So pro, uh, Gail's chase scene. I think yeah. like yeah. throughout that whole scene, it wasn't Scream Two. Fair play. It wasn't. It wasn't the Scream Two studio sound booth thing because that was that is still I still clench my ass every time I'm watching it. But I was on the edge of my seat through that whole thing. I was watching it and I did that thing where I get tunnel vision. So I was like that watching it with yeah. my hands over my face, like oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, because I didn't want it to die because I was like holy shit. Um, but the chase scene I really enjoyed. It was it was a belter of a scene. Con. By the way, I can't believe that's the first time that Ghostface and Gail have spoken on a the phone. Conversation. Well, he tried to get hold of her in Scream too. Yeah. But Randy picked up the yeah. phone and was like, Gail's it, not here. Is it, <laughs> it Ghostface or Gail that says it? It's like, we, this is the first time we've spoken. And I was like, fucking hell, really? Like, yeah, so I think it, it was either, it was one of the two, obviously. But... So it, yeah, that was a nice little... Yeah. I was like, oh, bloody hell. It's yeah. really been that long. I like that. But my con... Very, very, very poor opening. Yeah, that's one of my cons. The, open- the least, the the worst. And, you know, I don't like Scream 4s either, but I yeah. just thought it was shit. It, it was. Um, I, the thing is, I, I respect them for trying something different. It was like the double, double bluff. Yeah. Not like the killer being killed straight away. But like you said, it's... It just... Uh, I thought they nailed it with Scream 5. They really got that Home Alone girl feel yeah, again. Yeah, good opening. The thing, that made it, the, the thing that probably made Scream the franchise it is today is the opening kill in Scream 1. Yeah, it shocked everyone. Yeah. And Scream 5 was the closest thing we've had to that again where it kind of gave me that feel of this is actually quite scary. Here. Yeah. Um, Scream 6 just felt a bit, co- like not comical, but just a bit, a bit too cheesy. Like, yeah. oh, the killer's getting killed by these... Like, for one... The, the, it, so it's these two um, film class geeks that are gonna kill Tara and Sam at the start yeah, of the film. And they kill because the as, as soon as as soon as Ghostface revealed himself at the start, I'm like, I swear to fucking god, if I know who the killer is throughout this whole film, I'm gonna go mad. Yeah. But then obviously they get killed by the actual Ghostfaces. But it's it just seemed a bit too much of a stretch. Like like you said, I know it's Scream, but it was just a bit too ridiculous. And I don't think it was ever explained as well how those two ghosts how the other ghost faces knew that the ghost faces were being ghost yeah, faces. Yeah, like, the, what, what yeah the it that? was like, well, what, how did they ever find that out? And plus, 
The reason why it bugs me more than anything is because I've, you've now got a class that guy who died at the start as a ghost face. He is he has got a ghost face. Yeah, that's really fucking annoying. Because he wore the costume and he Kill, made a, yeah. and he made a killing, and it and it was to do with Tara and Sam. That's there was they, they said I'm oh yeah, we'll we'll get Tara and Sam. They're they're the ones we're going for. Well, as soon as I saw, I want to call her Samara, Samara Weaving. Um, Oh, as soon the, as I yeah. saw her on the screen, I was like, "All right, she's the opening kill." Fair which, is, which I actually thought good because it's a big actor. It and she's a big actor, and she's the final girl in a lot of the directors. Yeah, I really films. liked her character, by the way. Yeah, she was I, so it, awkward it, it, and yeah, so she funny. Played, she was. Like, oh, she played fuck. that awkward like teacher role really, really well. So yeah, it was, she it, was, was good. it was a shame to see her go, but you knew it was coming, like you said, as soon as she was the opening. Yeah. Opening scene. So that was my con. So your turn. So my pro is that I actually think that Scream 6 makes Scream 5 even better because at the end, when I first watched Scream 5, I remember um, Rich's motive and stuff and I just thought, oh, it's just so fucking typical. Oh, yeah, we're super fans. Mm -hmm. But maybe because it maybe was more realistic to you because I'm, I'm kind of... I'm slowly getting there on Twitter because I think Twitter's changing where it's trying to show you more stuff that you interact with. Yeah. So I'm seeing a lot more of screen pages and stuff. Mm -hmm. But before, I never really saw into that fandom. I didn't go actively looking for like screen oh, yeah, or Exactly. So I didn't understand it. However, Scream 6 really shows how much it really did mean to Richie and how much he obsessed over the Stab franchise. So I can't, it kind of made me think, fucking hell, Richie was a better killer than I thought he was. Mm. Like, re he was making his own home movies, like reenacting the film. Um, so I do think that Scream 6 made Scream 5 better. Um, what, well, my con for that one was the opening kill. That was going to be my con. Sorry. But I did have I did have another one. I'm just going to do another pro because I do like the film. I'll take two cons then. I, okay, so my, my other pro is the cinematography. I think it's a really good-looking film. Mm -hmm. I think the, the scene where... Um, Sam's wearing the ghost face costume in the theatre, like, and she stands out, and yeah. the lights behind her, and it's just like, oh fuck, like no one's worn the ghost face costume since Sid, mm -hmm. like, and she doesn't live up to Sydney. Don't get me wrong, but it just it just looked it looked good, and I really I really do enjoy this this kind of this thing they've got going on with Sam wanting to be a psycho and Sam wanting to stay sane, kind of thing. Because again, at the end when she kills. Uh, kills a sheriff she goes mm. absolutely in on him with the knife doesn't she so you're getting this impression like she's enjoying it a bit yeah. too much so I do like that kind of things right let's see your two cons con off. con right con one Hayden Panettiere's Kirby Reed oh see I didn't mind it see right I love the character of Kirby she, aside from Sydney Kirby was probably my favourite in Scream 4 I thought she was absolutely fantastic and she was amazing first of all I'd, I don't want to comment um, she's had surgery. You can tell she's had surgery. And, you know, you do you and you do whatever you want. And, you know, there's pressure, there's pressures of everybody looking good nowadays. After the podcast, just in case. Pardon? No, <laughs> she has had surgery. Oh, she has. Yeah. Like, she would have... I, I don't blame her for having surgery because, you know, pressure for everybody nowadays to look good is at an all-time high. It must be even worse if you're in the public eye and you're being photographed constantly. But I think it... I don't think it did her very well on screen. I feel like her acting was very subpar. And the only bit where I went, oh, was when the sheriff, the lead investigator called and said, Kirby's the killer. Because then I went, ah, right, this might 
like this turns it slightly and I can get why she was so blasé about it. Because I do, I love Hayden Panettiere as an actress. I do think she's fantastic. And I love the character of Kirby. I just feel, I mean, how long has it been since the scream, difference between Scream 4 and Scream 6? What, it was 2011? And 10 years and 12 years. Yeah, so it's been 12 years. So she's, you know, she's aged yeah. like everybody does. But I just think she didn't play a convincing FBI detective. I don't. I just don't. Yeah, she she kind of turned up out of the blue, didn't she? But yeah. I, I I really liked her. I thought I thought See, she I, did well. I wasn't a fan until she was better in the end. Uh, the final scene did her better. You've, but but when we when we last saw her in Scream Four, she was a teenager, whereas yeah, now she's playing thirty year old. So she is going to be probably more reserved. Yeah, I can agree with but that. I, she, I, I enjoyed her and Gail had some good back and forths. Yeah, but I do, did there necessarily need to be? Like because it was sort of it reminded me of like Judy Hicks and Gail. Yeah. Like, like where did the you don't yeah you where don't, did you the don't, enemy you don't, come you don't from know where there? the beef comes from yeah kind of thing. Oh no, I've got another con as well. Actually, just thinking about that. Shit. You're gonna have to wait till your next one. Okay. Right. But then again, I've I've only got a pro, so you might be able, okay. You, you can come back with a con. So my second con was it being pretty much a direct rip off of Scream Two. Like, it was the similar... I don't know whether they did it deliberately. And they might have done it deliberately. It's definitely deliberate. But, you know, you've got... I I feel like I've listed this to you and I should have saved this list and thought about it. So you've got your characters set on a college campus. You've got uh, the killer being the father, opposite the mother of Billy Loomis, but the father of the one that was killed, Richie. You've got the theatre. Thought the theatre thing was wank. Like, where did it just set up out of it? Like, who, who didn't fucking see it, that happening? Yeah, it was a bit far-fetched, but the thing is, in New York, they can get away with it. Yeah, it, just... It's in New York. Just like. not a fan of the whole theatre set up at the end. And I, I just think there were a lot of... Omega Beta Zeta, which I, I did love because I like little things like that, that are Easter eggs, that's fine. But when you've got all this compiled, and especially, I would have really liked it if the guy, the next door guy been the killer because that's like Derek like not being the killer but mm. that would have been quite a nice twist to add on to it because all the way through it I was like alright oh, so this but is could, following Scream 2 but could you not argue that Scream 5 follows Scream 1 yeah you've got your opening kill. kill house in Woodsboro final act literally at Stu Mucker's house yeah I said, maybe the, 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 the boyfriend but then what's going to happen be, in the stab, killer. what's going to happen in Stab 7 are we going to Hollywood well, well this is what I've seen on Twitter a lot stab of people, 7 a lot, Scream 7 a lot of people discussing on Twitter saying like how are they going to go about it because nobody wants a Hollywood remake like yeah. Scream 3 was a bad scream let's be honest we love it and it's a, we still enjoy the film and think it's good yeah. but it was in terms of the Scream yeah franchise. it's the poorer and after Scream 1 and Scream 2 Scream 3 was a bad scream it's, it's not I still loved the film, but it wasn't it wasn't what we wanted kind of thing after Scream One and Two, yeah. and obviously we've discussed it before in our Scream Three review that it was it was never meant to be that way. Obviously, certain events in the world happening yeah. at that time affected how the film came out, um, so it was never meant to be that way. So I'm hoping they don't try and re- I'm hoping they do yeah. not follow Scream Three. I, I just hope it doesn't because why would the Core Four even be on a film set or a stab set? Yeah. Why would they be anywhere near that after everything they've already been through? I just think that the like I, Scream Five was far enough away for it to not be Scream One, but Scream Two there was and Scream Six there's so many parallels. And the thing is, I just think Scream Two did it better. Gail's chase scene, yeah, Scream yeah, two, Gail's chase scene, like it, still yet it to be links. And it, I, it's uh, I, don't get me wrong, like I I appreciate the little homages to Scream Two, and I, you know I'm here for it. Like I was with Scream Five when 
um, General Ortega, Tara lifted the knife at the time that Casey yeah. Beckett did in the beginning. Love stuff like that. I think it's really nicely done. But it just followed a little too closely for me. And I was mm. a bit like, oh... It, it just unsettled me a little bit. But it was it wasn't atrocious. Like, I do like this film. I just I, I see flaws in it. And I thought I'd see a big flaw in it because Sydney wasn't in it. But actually, although I did miss seeing her in a Scream franchise, I didn't miss her <coughs> yeah. out of the story because she didn't belong in there. Yeah. There'd have been no reason for her to go there. It would, it would have been daft for her to be in there. But I... I like, like we said, I, I, I honestly do believe that it, it's a very worthy entry. But it's definitely not my favourite. The, the killers are what really, really pull it back for me. Just, yeah. just because I, I, I want something that hits home. I want something that really is tied in with the originals. Or, yeah. or but, but is that me? Then that's to... Marine Prescott, though, isn't it? And her story's finished. Yeah, yeah, the problem is we do have to start differing from, from the Woodsboro murders. Like, the, it's yeah. not about that anymore. The problem is, though, I think, and I, I don't know if you'll agree or not, but since Scream 4, including in Scream 4, Scream 4, Scream 5 and Scream 6 have all basically had the same motives. Do it's you, all followed fascination, obsession, wanting to be the star, wanting to replicate the films. It's all followed, yeah. like, and it's very similar. Do, do you think that a potential Scream 7, there could be a Scream 3, long-lost Billy Loomis as a, as a son or she something? She was a twin or something yeah, like she, that. Oh, yeah, fucking like, hell. Could it be that? Because obviously Roman put it is. If it is, right, what you, date you, are we you, on? You think Wait, I've just called it, this, haven't you? This comes out on what... It'll be Monday the 20th. Right, Monday the 20th of March, 2023. If we say this and it ends up being it, I'm fucking throwing myself at the screen. You think I've just called it, don't you? That's, you can you imagine? Can you imagine? have another child. Or, like, in a fucking weird way, like, I end up to be, like being Sydney's child or something uh, like that. Like, something completely out of the blue. Like, fuck. I kind of... I can't. The, the Stu Macca dream's dead for me now. Like I thought, his TV <clears throat> was in the shrine. Look, look, I'm not. I'm not being. Uh, I'm not being funny. Here. Like I probably will openly admit that Stu coming back maybe wouldn't have been the best thing anyway because we're trying to. Well, the the filmmakers are trying to start a new legacy, like with new characters. So would bringing old killers back have a well, bit, been a bit with Stu in it? Sydney would have to be in it because it's his. He didn't have a vendetta just to kill people. No. He was following Billy to kill Sydney. Do you know what I mean? So I kind of think the dream of Stu being alive is is done now. Well, maybe not done as in he's dead, but he's not. I don't think he's going to be a ghost. Well, he about, was in the shrine. Yeah, he was in the shrine, but the shrine won't for to, to remember. But remember there wasn't the deaths, there was an inference about Stu being dead though, wasn't there? Because they did mention this the TV coming down on him and something like yeah. that. So I, I don't know. Speaking of shrine, Charles fuming because I've told her that paid am buying a. Uh, what book summit 120 which is ghost faces oh man. the knife yeah it's like 110 120 quid okay. I'm gonna get in like okay. a glass display case in my room she'll be getting a matching one at this rate yeah a little neek well I told her about my health insurance at work so I think I'm gonna have to get a prop knife because she'd be in for a lot of money if I died I believe so any more, any more yeah any more pros and cons I've got I, one. I do I do enjoy um I thought, yeah. To be fair, no. To be fair, given credit, I they really did. Because when when it when it was announced that it was going to be in New York, I was kind of like, ugh, like Jason, Friday the Thirteenth, yeah, Jason, it's like takes, Jason Manhattan. takes Manhattan kind of thing. It's like, is it needed? But the, 
I feel like they did the absolute best they could with the New York atmosphere and vibe. Like the tall, narrow apartment buildings made you feel really yeah. claustrophobic. And the scenes where oh, when where, she dropped from that ladder, yeah, when she dropped from the ladder, shit. or even when the the guy who lives a few apartments next to him can see Ghostface in the apartment, and you know I love shit yeah. like that where it's like someone can see the killer but he's helpless, or yeah, someone and they're sees all the fucking call for it. Yeah, and and you, like, you, you just like for. fucking out. And then again, you like you said that scene where they. Um, where they're crawling across the ladders. They did do... This is what I mean. This the is, tension was there. The, the, the tension was y- good. Yeah, this is, this is why it's a worthy entry because they did do some bits really, really well, yeah. but just on other bits, it just wasn't... I'm not saying they did bad, but it just wasn't for me. It, it like, wasn't really screamy. Yeah, yeah, but you, have you got to bear in mind that we're maybe like... Are we not the first people they... Like, are we... Uh, are people like me and you, the people that don't really consider first anymore for films like that, like... They, we're not young, the primary there's, yeah, audience. Yeah, there's a younger generation of horror fans now who have grown like up it. with, like, Smile, Ready or Not. That, that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah, they'll love that. And, and have they got accustomed to them more than they have us? I don't know. The, I'm it's not saying they a, are, It's but such I'm a asking. classic to fuck with, though, isn't it? It's like Halloween, like, they've got, they've got a lot riding on this last film. Like, you look at what they did to Halloween ends. Yeah. Like, you can't fuck with it too much. Yeah, def- de- but that's why I think Scream 6 is like... Th- this is how I would have felt about Halloween Ends if it was none of that... Was it Corey's name? Was Corey. It Corey. Well, favourite like, character it's, it's like, was that favorite. the best? No. Will I watch it again? Yeah. It was Michael Myers <laughs> killing people. It's kind of like... Well, no, maybe Scream 6 is better than that because I did, I did enjoy it. Yeah, you it. did want to cry during Halloween Ends, to be fair. Yeah, I wanted to hurt people, yeah, which is maybe did. what the filmmakers Just wanted. Just when you stood up and took yourself off to the toilet, I was like, oh shit, it's not going to um, go down well. The final act in Scream 6 I thought was good. I enjoyed. I... I, I it wasn't the best, but I think it was better than Romans. Um, oh no, I fucking loved Romans. I thought it, if you if you if you distance the Romans monologue was yeah probably the best because it, it hit home the hardest in, in terms of Sydney. But um, I like <laughs> I just remember doing like wait a minute, fucking sticks a fuck and he's like Ugh! The, the the issue we've got is now is in Scream Five and Scream Six we've now had four slash five ghosts. Obviously the. The detective, what you never seen wear the ghost face costume, but he was the mastermind behind it. So I class him as one. You've had, we've now had five ghost face characters who none of them are really that serious. Like Rome, the, the kind of like like Richie and Amber were both comedicy. The way that, like you know, Amber yeah, goes, they were teenagers the though. Yeah, yeah, and the same with now Quinn and this quiet guy. They were both joking about it, both laughing. Whereas you've got like Mrs. Loomis and. And Roman, they, yeah. the, the, it wasn't a joke to them. It was sit. They, they hated him. They wanted to kill him. That's what I kind of want in the next killer. I want someone who it's not about making the next so film. It's got or, to be. I, it's yeah, a I want, I want isn't someone it? to be after him because of a personal reason that they want. Not because they're famous. Not because they've got this story. Not because of the, the love the other stabs. Not because they love the other ghost face killings. Just because they have got a personal vendetta against Tara or Sam, and that is why yeah. they're going to kill him. But N- none of this. None of this like meta stuff. But kind then, of are you going to go into Scream Seven, and then suddenly this fucking dramatic thing comes up, and you'd be like, "Oh yeah, that'd have been nice to know about in Scream Five. Like that'd have been nice to have been hinted at." It depends how they do it, because I don't feel that way about Scream Three. I actually like the way Roman tied in, and I think it, it, I think it was wasted on a film that was subpar because it was actually a good motive and a good killer. But the difference is, it was we knew a lot about Sydney's life. The, but in Scream 1 and Scream 2, and Scream 3, well, we, know a lot about, it, we, know a... we didn't know a lot about Maureen, and neither does Sydney in Scream 1, 2, or 3. So her her being such an ambiguous character fit with 1, 2, or 3. You didn't you didn't think of Roman being a half-brother and go, 
fucking hell, that was out of left field. Because Marine had had a completely different life. And there was hints all the way through the third film that like they were awful people. They raped yeah, young but, actresses. But we, but we do... The only thing we could I could say about that is we do know about Tara and Sam's upbringing in terms of what happened with the mother and father. Yeah, we know a mother is so a there's drunk. So there's an opportunity. The, a mother was a drunk, slept with Billy Loomis, like the dad left. We, we There's kind of enough there to to give us that tidy link that would stop me saying, well, that's completely out, out of the blue. How's it? Do you know what I mean? Say if it was like... Um, it's going to be Hank Loomis next. He's going to get it. Do you reckon? No. <laughs> Definitely not. Oh, I'll be fucking old now, won't I? Jesus. Yeah. He'll be killing him with a Zimmer frame. Yeah. I, I think there is a chance to make that link for it to mean something. But I just think as good as... that. No, no, no killer after Scream 3... Yeah. No killer after Scream 3, I think, has ever... Oh, it, it just always seems to be nerdy teenagers or geeks. Or, this, this is what I mean. I want a killer that's that's when you take the mask scary. off. It's scary, yeah. Like Mrs. Loomis was probably well, no, Billy is by far the, the goat. He, he is the goat of killers. Uh, did we not argue about this though when Mrs. Loomis came it, it's out? On ca- top? It's kind of like with Billy and Stu. You've got you've got your. It's like your yin and yang. You've got Billy, who's the aggressive, spiteful, yeah. nasty, venomous one, and Stu was just that geeky teenager who wanted, yeah. who, who was just wanted a, to be part of something. Yeah, yeah. So, and it seems like after Scream Three, it's all been Stu-like killers. It's all been we need a Billy. Yeah, yeah. We need a Billy. We need a psycho, like a proper, a proper. Who's because you saw it in Scream One when, um, when. Billy's like, oh, I think she wants a motive. How about no motive? That's the scariest. But they go, here's a motive. And yeah. he, tells, and then and he can, had a motive. You can see it in Stu's face. He didn't even know that that was why he was doing it. Yeah. So Billy had a real reason inside of him that wanted... And that that's what made him... Even after the... Even after... Like, you know it's something we've spoken about a lot. Like, I hate... Well, I don't hate it because it has to happen. But when a killer takes off his mask, they're not scary to me anymore. Mm. Billy Loomis is, is probably one of the only ones where even when his mask was off, he's still like, fucking hell, this guy's... Like when he's ripping up the sofa with a knife and like running around throwing the phone at Stu, mm. like you think he is fucking mental. But so much like it'll end up being like Sydney's daughter or something like that. That mm. that would that would blow it out of the water. But there'd have to be a tie in somewhere, right? It'd I've hard, got. It'd be hard to do that after Sydney's just missed Scream Six, wouldn't it? Yeah, I've got one more con, and then I've got a question to pose. Okay, and then we'll end it there. Yeah, I might have a question to pose. I've sort of half forgotten it, so I'm hoping that my question will come back. Because it was quite a good question, but my brain's just gone a bit to shit after the mocks. I'm not going to lie. Start with the con, then. Right, the con. Uh, Gail's backwards character development. I How didn't so? like it. Right, so take you take. I'm taking you through in a brief tour. Gail, scream one, fierce bitch, like, did what she needed to do, very self-centred. Um, starts to show a little bit of caring towards Dewey, but ultimately she doesn't stay with him and she sort of leaves it. Scream 2, still a stone-cold bitch, but she does feel something towards Dewey and you can see it. And by the end, she goes into the ambulance with him. Scream 3, still a stone-cold bitch, but she does accept to marry Dewey. Scream 4, Gail's a lot meeker. She's um, she's a lot less um, passionate about everything but that's because she's being suffocated in Woodsboro yeah. however her and Sydney good friends um her and Dewey seem to be okay not not awful but not in a great place but they're still married and scream five she lost Dewey and that absolutely crushed her and it crushed her throughout the whole of the film so she's got growth there yeah her and Sydney besties all going well scream six 
back to the stone cold bitch state scream five at the end she said that she was going to write yeah. a book about the bravest man woodsboro ever knew scream six she wrote about sam and tara yeah and it and the, it was the punch scene that did it for me where i was like that's not gail you've completely you've completely backtracked on her personal growth as a character it, in the film yeah so what what they had a choice to make they can either they can either take gail on this journey of self-discovery mm-hmm. about not basically smarter life than stabbing people in the back yeah if you're proud of the pun um or they can uh they can backtrack and take it back to oh she is just his stone cold bitch and i do understand your point because it's been such a long-winded journey with it and you can't kind of, crush yeah, 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 yeah like the the reason why it's do his death and, and scream five i think is is a i enjoy it as much as i do is because it does get you in the feels when Dewey yeah. dies and when you see and Gail crying yeah it's it, how it impacts yeah, all the characters yeah, yeah so and, and I know the whole point of Gail is she's always a bitch but you feel like the one thing that would have changed it, it would have been the one thing that and it would have made sense it would have been the one and then when like when she eventually gets it it'll hit even worse because it's like no she like she's not that person anymore yeah she could have still been an incredible writer but it is a good instead point. of instead of holding a book of the next woodsboro killings with fucking sam and tara she could have been holding a book with dewey's face on it after I, having written i i do agree with your point however i don't think that that's a mistake by the filmmakers. I think it's a choice that they made. Yeah. Um, and it, I don't think there was a right or wrong. It's just some people are going to disagree with it. And I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I feel like, yeah, yeah. I feel like we've seen enough of Gail just being a cold hide bitch, but don't make it involved with doing. Yeah, she yeah. had some growth and then it just seems like it was taken away. But then I suppose on the opposite side, if I'm playing devil's advocate with myself, you could argue she went back that way because Dewey was the one, only one who ever made her feel anything yeah, like you, that. Yeah, and so yeah, his you, death you, just yeah. completely shot off her emotions. Yeah, you, you easily could, yeah. Like, he was the she's only got, one. She's got nothing left to care for He was now, the so only like, one that developed her conscience. He was always constantly reminding her, but was that the right thing to do? Did you need to do that? Did you yeah. need to say that? And she, it, eventually her actions reflected on Dewey, so she learned to restrain herself and sort of think of other people. Uh, the, the way that that is a very good point did it break her and that's why she's a cold hearted mm. bitch but the way I would have liked to have seen that is is because she is a bitch in Scream 6 again she she has her moments it would have been nice for, cause, I love cause, that punch scene because <laughs> Dewey is mentioned a couple of times in the film and it would have been nice if when one of them times she were mentioned she walks around the corner and just breaks down or something because then it just or even just freezes yeah, and yeah, she's like you, you can be like that's why she's so bitchy like that's why she's done it because it's broken her she's, she's, yeah. but you don't see that she's kind, she's kind of got this scream one scream two persona yeah. where she's full of herself again Thinks that she's the big but fucking eye yeah, yeah but it's like that's not after that, yeah. You're, you, now, the more we're talking about, it, the more your point is right. After what we've seen of Gooey and Dale, Gooey and Dale, Gooey and Dale, we know we know that up up to Scream Six that we know that would have broken Gale. So it, it's kind of not portrayed in Scream Six, but and it's yeah, Gale's this tough persona. But we, it, we've had five films of her now. I think we've earned the right to see her. Yeah, crying and upset and and hurt and not as strong as we all thought she was. Yeah. Like, it, it would have been a nicer take, and it, and it would have made us more attached, I, I believe. So that is a good point. Yeah. So found my question. I remembered right, it. Remember. Oh shit! I just lost it again. Oh, yeah. Okay. No. It's sort of there, right? Give me one second. Give me one second. No, the question was really good. Right, yes, I've got it. I'm here. Right, at the end of Scream 6, Sam's holding Billy's mask. And she sort of like looks at it and she's waiting for a minute. And then Tara says, are you coming? And she drops the mask. And that split divided ways. Because it could be her dropping the mask is dropping 
Billy's hold on her. Yeah. However, the killer was always dropping masks. Oh, the, yeah. During the film. Where do you think we're going with that? It's just a very poignant thing it's, to have done. You are right, and I didn't even notice that. You must have read that up somewhere. No, I, I read it. I saw... I, I was thinking about the mask, because then somebody said, yeah, but did was the killer not yeah dropping masks everywhere? And I was like, oh, so I thought it was her abandoning like the murderer within her, like the idea of the fact that she could snap. But then is it but then is it going to be I really hope not it, it could go that way with it but I really hope not just because you can't there's no way that they can have a good a good scream film where Sam is a killer where where you wouldn't notice it like because of how big Sam and Tara yeah. are the main characters if Sam is the killer in one of the screens we'd have, have to have noticed it and if we haven't then I think the film will be poorly made do you think, though, but by dropping that mask... I hope they don't do it. I hope they don't go there because I think it could potentially ruin the reputation Sam's built up as a character. But this is how I see Scream 7 going. Psychological. I think we're going to see things from Sam's perspective again. But she's she's going to have blackouts as such. And so, actually, the, the position she's in and the place she's in at the times... Actually, she's killing them, but she doesn't remember she's killing them. And I think it's going to end up in a penultimate mm. where she kills Tara. I hope not. I hope it doesn't go that way. And I think, but I think that's going to be the reveal. I think somebody's going to stick a knife in Tara, and Tara's going to look up, and Sam's going to be there. I hope not. And I hope they don't do it. I, I, I really don't want them to. But just the little things, and I'm yeah. thinking that I can just. This the, is the, where the, all the, these the, the, films the, the, the are really going. are playing with. Sarah, uh, Sarah, Sam being a psychopath. They really are tough. Yeah. Like the the way she kill, like, uh, and I hate to say it, but Sam is the goat of killing killers. Like, yeah, the, she is a boss. Like, Sydney's dogging me wrong. She's well, not, Sydney's she's not. She's not, she's not she's, Sydney's never really killed. Yeah, a killer. she's not even one thousandth of what what Sydney is as a final girl. However, in terms of the one thing she does have over Sydney is Sam loves to fucking kill. Like she the way does. the way she killed fucking Richie in five. She's like, killed him twenty two times. Through, yeah, and stabbed him, stabbed him, and then times. here's your final cut or whatever. Oh, here's your end. Yeah. Slices his throat. Um, final cut, Scream 3, you know, that was that one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they really are tinnitering on the idea of Sam being the psychopath. And then there's that scene in Scream 6 where she says, she's explaining the killing and then she says, and the worst thing is, is I liked it. Oh, that's what's scaring me is I liked and it. everybody thinks she's a killer. Yeah, so they are, they are playing on that. They could go that direction. I really hope they don't, but it's going to be a while before we find out. I know. So, we've, we've both put in two... We've both put in two sort of things that they could do in screen. Yeah. So let's see if any of them come to fruition. Yeah, I'll be intrigued. It'll be good if it doesn't Oh, fucking hell. We'll be like, oh, <laughs> give yeah. us a call. We're going to have to create alternate endings now for all of the three viewers that now know our plans. Yeah, one of them might be uh, Radio Silence, the ones who are in charge of the screen. That's things. it. They'll be like, they know. Or maybe they'll, they'll be like, oh, what can we do with it? Fucking listen to our podcast. And they're like, <laughs> shit, that's it. So, um, what are we watching next week? Did you decide? Yeah, I did, didn't I? I just can't remember what I said. So, seeing as we're on Scream Chats, and because you really, really wanted to do Scream 4, and then we abandoned ship, the movie that we are going to be reviewing is Scream 4. Lovely, lovely. Shao's asking me to be a guest on the Scream episode, you know. She can be a guest. She can do Scream 4 with us. I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't know how serious she's been if you had the balls, but I'll ask her. I'll ask her, and then she can be our first special guest. Right, I'll ask. That's it. Okay, oh my, so, I can imagine somebody I, look, she's going to look, 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 I doubt this is going to happen, just so we all know. I don't think this is going to happen. She was probably only our serious. I don't think she'd expect me to be like, all right, come on then. And I do feel like 
I believe in July as well, just for future future reference. Yeah, this is the we've got a collaboration. collaboration yeah. We've got a collaboration coming up with Ear for Fear podcast. I can't remember what we're doing. This is how organised we are. They've they have literally organised absolutely everything. I'm just like I'll ask Ollie what work shift is on, and then we'll just take it from there. I'm afraid. All right. But yeah, July August time I think. Okay. And uh, so that should be good. So scream for next scream week. Scream for next week. Hope you've enjoyed. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>